everyone. I'm Gabrielle Santiago, and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I wanted to talk with you all about not being afraid. So if you haven't already known, recently I just gave birth to my baby girl. So Michael and I, we are so excited. I haven't been able to just grasp, you know, what God has done. I feel like every single day I'm just constantly just getting new revelation of how much he loves me, you know, and how much you know, he has just been so in the process of the delivery and everything. And so today I wanted to share a little bit about this, the experience that Michael and I had for, um, you know, our baby Atara and the labor process. Now, if you know me from before, I have always been known to be very scared, especially when it comes to giving birth. And that was part of the reason why for the longest time I wanted to delay you know, getting pregnant and everything because I was just so scared. And, you know, so many people were, were just sharing their experiences that you're going to be throwing up every day. You're going to have nauseousness. You're going to be swollen. You're going to have food pains. Like, so I had this picture that pregnancy is going to be horrible. And that caused me to just not want to have it. But, you know, the Lord eventually last year, you know, started speaking to my heart about the blessing of children, you know, and putting that in my heart. And, you know, in December, that's when we found out that we have a baby girl coming in. Now, during that time, um, I never thought that I was going to give birth naturally. I always thought I was going to do epidural for sure. Because even people who say they go through epidurals, they still feel a lot of pain. It's, it's a lot of work and whatnot. And I just am terrified with pain. <laughs> so I've always had that picture that I was going to do this, you know, using medication and epidural and not going the natural way. But I remember I had a dream and this dream was so profound. But in the dream, um, this lady was asking me, how are you planning to give birth? And at the time I told them I was going to give birth to a particular hospital called Winnie Palmer. And she said, oh, you're not just going to go the traditional route. And the way she said it was like she was implying I should go the traditional route. So I woke up from the dream and um, oh, and I forgot to mention in the dream, she says, you're not going to go the traditional route with midwives. So when I woke up, I never even heard of what a midwife is. So I Googled it and I found out that midwives are people who help you to give birth naturally. And so I was like, interesting. And that was in my mind, but I didn't really do anything about it. So anyways, I went to go and call the hospital, Winnie Palmer, to just make sure letting them know, hey, I want to deliver my baby girl there. Well, when I called there, they weren't accepting my insurance anymore. They were fully booked for my insurance. So I was like, okay, what are the odds that I just had a dream, right, where I was telling this lady that I was going to do it when he Palmer, she was suggesting midwives. So I searched for a birthing center and I found one. My husband and I went and we felt such peace. And what was awesome too is we actually have a lot of friends who also gave birth naturally there. So, and, you know, throughout the months, I had some times where I was hesitant. I started getting afraid. But then God would send the right person to me who happened to give birth naturally and sharing how they had a positive experience. You know, I even had one lady during the process tell me, hey, don't be afraid. You know, she, at the time she had two kids, but with her first kid, she didn't know that she could pray for a painless birth. 
So for her second kid, she prayed for it and it was painless. You know, and, and I had so many people come to me and just tell me all these stories and testimonies where prior to even being pregnant, I never heard those stories. I heard like the horror stories. So I was like, God, you're doing something, right? You're, you're doing something. And one of my friends actually gave me a book also called Supernatural Birth as well. And I never told her that I was planning to do naturally. So I was like, God, okay, you're so in this. Well, um, fast forward anyways to the day of the labor. I was freaking out. <laughs> I was like super scared. And what was funny was because um, prior to me, you know, prior to the Labor Day, I was telling Michael, you know, like, I really feel like God wants me to be at this birthing center so that I can instill faith in, you know, the midwives who will be there so that they can believe and see, like, you know, miraculous, you know, how I was able to give birth and with no pain and all these things. But it really was a different story. So when I, you know, came in, it was the day of labor. Um, the contractions were painful and I was freaking out because these contractions were before my water broke and I know that when your water breaks that's when you know the labor progresses and contractions get worse so I was like really 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 getting scared and I remember at that moment Michael reminded me hey speak life right speak life don't be afraid and so I started speaking life like the moment a contraction would come I just said thank you God for no pain and it was crazy because I would feel the contraction happening, but I wouldn't feel the pain. And my husband could witness this because prior to me just changing my attitude and my, my faith, I was like, I would be squirming, you know, whenever the pain would come, I couldn't smile, I couldn't talk. But after just proclaiming life, speaking life and not being afraid, there was no pain. I could feel the contraction, my stomach tensing, but there was no pain. And what was crazy was that day, I ended up reading the supernatural um, book, birth book that my friend gave. And the lady who wrote that book had the same experience where she was saying how the moment she feared, the contraction pains would come. But when she didn't fear, there was no pain, but she could still feel the contraction happening. So it was just so mind blowing to me. And I was like, thank you, Lord. Like I'm seeing this happen. Well, um, you know, eventually we go to the birthing center because my contractions were happening every five minutes for a minute long. So at the birthing center, I was doing okay, but as hours went by, so keep in mind, by the way, guys, my labor was a total of 14 hours. So six hours goes by and I just start like freaking out, you know, and at that time, because of the fear, the pain is settling, you know, like I still experienced minimal pain, but there was still pain and I was just being so so afraid, like really, really afraid about what was going to come, what was going to happen. If I'm already experiencing pain now, how is it going to be like when my water breaks? And I was just freaking out. And I remember um, it was finally 12 hours has gone by. And so the midwife comes and says, hey, do you want to accelerate you know, your labor and we can break your water? And I was like freaking out, but I didn't tell her. But obviously I was like, I don't know, you know, and I could and obviously her and Michael could tell that I was afraid. And this was such a pivotal moment in my labor time where the midwife said, hey, remember God who is in you is greater, right? He is greater. And she spoke this verse that I want to read here. It's in 1 John 4, 4. It says, you, do you dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. And so she was saying that to me like, don't be afraid. Like, it's not going to break you. You're not going to break. You're made for this. God made your body to be able to give birth. And the moment she said that, faith starting, started to arise. You know, and that was the, in that moment, I realized like, wow, like I am afraid. And that's why I'm experiencing, you know, all this pain and, and whatnot. And I had to really 
let go of that pain. Now, I still felt contraction pains, but I really felt like the Lord took a lot of the pain away. I believe that I still felt pain because I was still afraid, but the, the, the fear definitely went down and faith definitely arised. And during that time, um, you know, two hours later, the obviously the labor was progressing, but it was so miraculous because in the pushing of Atara, there was no pain. You know, and I was telling Michael, the pain was really just the contraction, but like nothing else. And I share this to just encourage you all that although, you know, you're probably not in labor, but this situation that I experienced can be applied to all aspects of our lives, right? Because fear prevents us from experiencing the best that God has for us. Fear paralyzes us. It makes us not move forward or it makes us not experience the best that God has for us. And the enemy will always try to put fear in our hearts. If you think about your day-to-day -day lives, right? You are bound to have temptations of fear. And there has to be a reason why the enemy wants us to fear, right? Because he knows the power of faith, right? Because fear and faith are the total two opposite things. Like we can't be in fear and say we have faith. We, we just can't because when we are saying we have faith, we're acknowledging God, you're here and I'm going to be okay, right? I'm going to be okay. I want to share in the passage from Mark 4, 35 to 41. This is a passage where Jesus is in the boat with his disciples and he tells them, by the way, we're going to go to the other side. We're going to ride on a boat. So Jesus is in the boat and he's sleeping. And during that time, you know, all of a sudden there's winds and waves and a huge storm. So I'm going to read here from Mark 4, 35 to 41. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came upon and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him up and said, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, Jesus got up, rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the winds and waves obey him. So in this passage, what really stood out to me was where Jesus says, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? The reason Jesus asked the disciples that question is because prior to that, the disciples woke up Jesus and they weren't waking him up to say, hey, Jesus, can you cast out the storm? They woke him up in fear and doubt and that Jesus was for their good, that Jesus cared for their protection, right? They woke up Jesus as teacher, don't you care if we drown, right? So that question that the disciples brought to Jesus was basically like, yo, like, don't you care about us? And the Lord wants us to remember that he always cares about us, right? And in fact, Jesus says, why didn't you have faith, right? In that moment, they were afraid. And when we have, when we are afraid, we have no faith, right? Because when we're in fear, we're basically saying, Jesus, I don't know where you are or I, or maybe you do know he's there, but you don't believe that he's there to protect you. You don't believe that he's there and able to take you where you need to be. You know, maybe you're in a place in your life right now where God is asking you to do something and you're so afraid. You, you haven't even made the decision to do that very thing. Well, I want to encourage you that if God is leading you there, trust him that he has a purpose for you there, right? That he will be with you, that he will go through with you. And in my labor process to give you guys a testimony, I had no tears right? No tears, minimal pain, and the baby was healthy. And I'm like, I'm five days in and I'm fully, like not fully recovered, but I would say like 75% recovered, 
You know, like God is able to do what he needs to do. And I remember during that time, the Lord told me, Gabby, like I called you to give birth at that birthing center because I wanted your faith, your faith to increase, right? I wasn't there to, to increase the faith of others. God actually called me there to increase my own faith for his glory. And so I want to encourage you, wherever God is calling you to, whatever he's asking you to do, no matter what you're experiencing, right? At the moment I was experiencing pain and fear. Maybe you're experiencing you're seeing things that aren't supposed to happen. There's like disaster after disaster, you know, failure after failure, whatever it is, trust God, hold on to your faith, ask God to strengthen your faith. You know, in moments when you're weak, ask him, Lord, strengthen me. God, give me your perspective. Remind me who you are. Help me to see you rightly, right? Open up the words, speak the word over your life. But the last thing you want to do is doubt that God loves you, doubt that God's with you, that he cares for you, right? Because here we see that the moment they woke up Jesus, he literally was able to cast away the storm, right? And calm the seas. And they were saying, who is this? Even the wind and waves obey him. And so I want to encourage you, if God was able to calm the winds and waves, he surely can calm your storms, right? He surely can calm anything where you're at. The disciples shouldn't have woke Jesus up in faith and said, hey, cast out the storm, but they woke him up in fear. So I want to encourage you, when you're calling on to Jesus, don't call out to him in fear, right, or worry, but call out to him in faith and say, Jesus, I'm calling on you and I know you're going to move. I know that you hear me. And scripture says that he hears the cries of the righteous. He hears their, their cries and he moves upon them. And so just from reading this, you know, passage in Mark 4, we can see that God is good, that God is for us, and that God is in control. And so I want to read Psalm 23, 3. So Psalm 23, it's the passage where it says, um, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. And going on to verse three, it says, he guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. And so just like what I was mentioning before, trust God and where he's leading you, right? He always will guide us to the right place for his glory. We never have to doubt what he's calling us to do. You know, like there's been doubts too in this season, God is um, calling me to do Jesus school and Bethany school. And there's been times too where I'm just like so afraid. I'm like, God, like, do you really want me to go here? Because I can't see what, why God wants me to go there, right? That's the thing about faith is we have to believe without seeing. That's what scripture says. Faith is believing without seeing. And it's those moments where we have to really trust God. But the only way to see God come through is to go and do it, right? If I never said yes and obeyed God to go to that birth center, I would never have known that I could actually give birth naturally. I would never have known that there's actually a way to feel no pain or minimal pain in my experience. Right, so all these things are for God's glory to show that God can do anything and that he moves upon prayers of faith. And so we have to remember to not allow our hearts to be troubled. In John 14, 25 to 27, um, Jesus says, These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things I said to you. Peace I leave you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So Jesus here is reminding us to, to not allow our hearts to be afraid. And that, that's a lot of work, you know, it takes a lot of work to not allow our hearts to be afraid. But the key to not being afraid is looking at Jesus, right? Because the more we look at him, we're reminded, hey, you're with me and I don't have to be afraid. Jesus doesn't promise us a life of no troubles, but he promises to be with us and that we will get through. That's why in John 16, Jesus says, 
I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And so Jesus doesn't promise that we won't have troubles. He doesn't promise that he will remove our troubles, but he promises to be with us so that we don't have to fear and that we can have his peace knowing that he's with us. And the last verse that I want to share that has really been of comfort to me is Matthew 28, 20, where Jesus says, And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. That gives me so much comfort to know that he's always going to be with me now and to the end of eternity. You know, there's been times too where I was afraid of, you know, death after death, you know, what's going to happen afterwards. But I'm reminded that I don't have to fear because he's always with me and he is good. So I want to encourage you, whatever you're going through, look to Jesus. Don't tolerate fear. The moment your heart is fearful, come to Jesus and allow his peace to overcome it. Because when we tolerate fear, like I said, it paralyzes us and it prevents us from seeing God's best. So I love to pray for you. Lord, I thank you, God, for those who are here, Lord, and those who are listening. God, it is no coincidence, Lord, whenever we open ourselves up, even for those who are listening to this podcast, I believe you have a purpose to remind them, God, to have faith. Lord, you know exactly their situation. You know their circumstance. You know where they're at in their life. So God, I just pray that you would remind them that you are so close. Allow them to tangibly feel your presence, God, that you would continue to to confirm to them your word and that they may hold on to it day by day and renew their minds. I pray, God, that those who are listening would put up the armor of God, Lord, that they would put up your armor, Lord, the shield, God, of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, God, the belt of truth. I pray that they would stand their ground, stand firm in what you have called them to do, that they would not waver in fear, but that they would move forward in faith. So Lord, I pray for every listener, God, that you would fill their hearts with peace right now. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you've been blessed by this podcast. If you have, please share this with a friend. You never know who may need to hear this. And if you haven't already, please write a review on our podcast. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts, All you have to do is open up our podcast, scroll all the way down, and below you'll be able to see a place where you can rate our podcast and write a review. This will help us to reach more lives. And lastly, please also prayfully consider giving and partnering with our ministry. Um, Now that I have baby girl here, you know, I definitely need a team to continue for us to share media, build resources, right, to help others find God real in everyday life and to disciple the next generation. We have a lot of things that we want to do. We want to expand and we need financial help. So please prayfully consider partnering with us or even giving a one-time donation. You can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. So God bless you and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.